0: welcome champion i see you i see you thank you once again for hitting that link welcome to another mind-blowing podcast episode now before we start i would like to run you over some things yes so we created a facebook page and it's just the exact name of the podcast so if you just go on facebook and you type the preacher colon and Let's tell God with God's very own, the page will pop up. I would love for every single one of us to like the page and get updates because we'll not only be getting updates on, um, the podcast. We'll also be getting updates on the official blog. Like I have a blog. I said earlier that I was a blogger. I'm not sure I said that, but I am a blogger and I post Christian contest and content and other things. I would love for you to also. Be a part of the blog. Anytime I drop links, you know, you go see them and learn from them. It's just God speaking to me, to you, to all of us. And you can also extend this out there. You can share. I would love for you to share. I would really love for you to share. So today, 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 we're moving on to a very beautiful topic. And it is titled "How to Score Yourself a Partner." I know, I know that we have seen it, and I know that we are here for a reason to learn how to score ourselves partners. And we are going to deliver. Now, who is a partner? Let's start with that. A partner is one that shares. Yes, one that literally shares. A partner is someone that would stand by you in plentious, in plentious seasons, and in times. You have nothing. Someone that will share your pain, your tears, your laughter, your everything with you. Someone that would be able to tell how you feel, even before you say the exact words. Someone that compliments you. That's who a partner is on a surface level. Now, we are not talking long-distance relationships Mm -mm. or short-term relationships. No, stay connected. Do not fast forward. Every word is a detailed fact now i just go to sing and then we move on you know like just what you need to break i'll choose you i'll choose you i'll choose you as the love of my life let's stop there if the thing is i often get questions like are you in a relationship in my mind i'm like oh, so I don't look like someone in a relationship Abby, or nah. face them the right time because I really don't know why you keep asking me that question. Funny, yeah, but the truth is that if you are in a relationship, in a happy relationship, I should be able to tell from your face, your smell, your actions and inactions and even the movement of your fingers while on call. The pitch of your voice You know, the tune of your voice, and I don't know, everything you do at that point should should be able to tell me, to speak to me that, okay, this person is in a happy relationship. It's unbelievable to you, Abby, but the truth is I am very observant. I pay attention to the littlest detail, the littlest detail. And yes, to answer the much anticipated question, drums, please, I am in a relationship a very happy one at that. I'm in a relationship with God, the Holy Spirit, my family, and of course, my education. In fact, if you are close to me, you might have heard me say, Holy Spirit, my sweet boyfriend, I need this, or I need that. You know, when I'm down, I sometimes say, Holy Spirit, I need a hug. And I just get this calmness in my spirits. The funny the, the funny thing is that, the, the most funny aspect of it is that, when I'm overwhelmed by this youthful life, you know, all these emotions left and right and overseeing, seeing relationships here and there and all those kind of things, my parents lovey-dovey, the keep pictures, pepper my eye, all those kind of things. I just say, kiss me, Holy Spirit. This might sound weird or absurd or something to you, but for me, it is my reality. Songs of Solomon, and Solomon in Songs of Solomon, he told his human shunammate love she was human Abby. he told her kiss me with the kisses of thy lips for your love is better than wine the truth is songs of solomon wasn't just enlisted as a book of the bible to portray lust or what have you or what you have been thinking because sometimes when i say okay i read songs of solomon or i just say outside people are like why are you reading Songs of Solomon? Are you 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 are still a teenager? Are you outdoors? All those kind of things. The mentality you read it with matters. That's the truth. For me, eh? For me, when you begin to see Songs of Solomon as a relationship between man and God, or man and the Holy Spirit, you would see the intensity of what being in a relationship with God can give. Imagine kissing the Holy Spirit. Hey. Hi. You think I'm deviating from the topic, Abby? Nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. When I said how to score yourself a partner, what I meant, what I meant, sorry, I said how to score yourself a partner. What I meant was how to become God's own. How to become God's own. I said that a partner shares your pain and sees your every down moment, Abby. Now imagine Christ as your partner. I'm not saying short-term relationships. I told you that I'm not talking short-term relationships. I'm talking forever, forever with Christ. Forever with Christ. No turning back. I'm definitely not talking long-distance relationship because Christ is beside you. He's right beside you, even as I speak. Is. Every minute of the day, every second that passes, each second that passes, Christ is always right beside you. I don't know if you have felt it, but Christ is there. He's just waiting for you to open your mouth and speak so that he would help you out. He's ready to share your pain. In fact, he has been sharing your pain from when you were in the womb. That's the funny thing. Your joy, your laughter, your smiles, everything. In fact, it's the reason for your smiles. Now, the truth is that I sleep... For me, my reality, I sleep in Christ's embrace. I said he's my boyfriend. I believe the spirit is my boyfriend. My head on his chest. I sleep in his embrace. My head on his chest and his arms wrapped around me. That is my reality. I get everything I sincerely want if I truly believe that it will be mine. And if it is season. you know, asking for something from God. Mm, So many factors. Surround it. You might be asking for this thing, but it's not time for you to have it. And God knows that it's not your time for you to have it. So he won't give you. And to you, you may be thinking, Oh, He is not going to give me an over kind of all those kind of things. But the truth is that he's waiting for the right time. I heard a story of a man, yes, I'm deviating now, but yeah. I heard a story of a man, he badly wanted a car. And he prayed to God. God didn't answer him. And God had a reason for not answering him he continued he continued pressing god was giving him money but god hadn't given him to go ahead to buy a car he had the money but god hadn't given him to go ahead to buy a car anytime he tries it god tells him now he just went this day that he was tired of waiting for god and everything he went and got the car and the first time he drove the car he had an accident and his two legs gone now he has to have a driver driving him everywhere. A car that would have been patient to have. And when the time came, he would drive. But no, my brother went to buy the car and lost his two legs. Now he can't even drive himself. Now, I, I, you know when I said um, a relationship with God and everything, I, I pictured a, a scenario in my mind. I see people update their Facebook status to in a relationship. You know, you you just you just wake up one morning and then you see your best friend or your acquaintance Facebook page and then you just see it in a relationship. Then you begin to wonder when did this person enter the relationship that I don't know. But let's just let's just leave that part. When would you start? The question is when would the status of your life change from in a relationship with sin, in a relationship with the devil to in a relationship with Christ, when have you asked yourself that question? When would it change? Many so-called Christians out there today are just in situationships with Christ. Mm-hmm. I know you heard of situationships, some people say I'm not in a relationship, I'm in a situation, in a situation in the world. The truth, that's the truth. I'm telling you, so many Christians are not in relationships with christ they are in situationships with christ now situationship in the sense that today they are with christ they profess christ they cry at the altar tomorrow they are off they lie in the morning they read the bible in the afternoon you know just off and on this uh, ahead this should i call it beneficiary relationship this should i say um no, we wouldn't say prey and predator. No, I didn't really do biology, so let's just leave it there. Is, um, you know that in biology, there is this thing in biology I really can't remember where a particular organism or another animal feeds on another animal, like it just literally enjoys from the animal. That I think there's a relationship with the between shark the shark and them. Um, i don't know this other fish where he just moves on the body on the shark and everything i don't i don't know if you understand that scenario But the scenario i'm trying to pass across is that some people are just with christ to enjoy some benefits they are not with christ because they are with him you know how sometimes a female would just be with a guy for the money or for the trips to dubai to the maldives and all those kind of things now some people are in, in situationships with christ the criteria for moving from situationship to relationship, is this, with God, though, is this, if any man be in Christ, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If any man be in Christ, old things are passed away. Those in situationships, the old things have not fully passed away. They just need to get things from Christ. And so they wear the garments of the new things, of the new thing on top of the old thing. To cover it up, eh? and even the Bible already said that. How do you want to pour new wine in old vessels? It will break. Do we understand the concept of the situationship or relationship? I'm saying now we need to break off from the situationship zone and move forward to the relationship zone with Christ because having a relationship with Christ is paramount, it is something that. Cannot be overemphasized. Now, how do you score yourself a partner in simple terms? How to score yourself a partner? That's the topic, Abi. Acknowledge yourself as a sinner. See, people say this thing that if you have a problem, and you now acknowledge that, okay, I have a problem, your problem is household. Because you already said that you have a problem, Abi. People that will solve it for you are going to come your way. But when they ask you, You have a problem. Ah no, sister, problem. I didn't tell you I have a problem. I have no problem. How do you want to solve the problem? Now acknowledge that you are a sinner. Tell him of your sins. Tell Christ of your sins. He knows them all. He sees them all. He's just expecting that you just come and tell him. You know, them picture give you this vivid picture of a mother that knows that the child has stolen meat. And just calls the child, Junior, who took the meat from the pot. She knows that it's Junior that took the meat from the pot. She's just expecting Junior to speak up so that she can say if she wants to forgive Junior or actually give him the cane that he deserves. So it is one thing for Junior to confirm that, okay, I stole this. And it's another thing for Junior to say no and take Do Do We understand that scenario now. Now, after telling him, of your sins. Hmm. Open the mail of his love letters. The thing is that he has written so many love letters. But well, you keep on putting them, covering them in a mail. I'm not ready to see them. I'm not ready to see them. Why not go there? Open the mail of his love letters. Read them all. Accept his proposal and write him back. Profess your undying love for him. Be sincere. Be sincere. Sincerity is one of the bedrocks of Christianity. You have to be sincere, you have to sincerely serve God, no I service, no because my mother wants me, no because my father wants me, because at the end of the day, your father is going to heaven alone, your mother is going to heaven alone, you have your decision to make, see eternity is not collective. Eternity is not collective. When rapture sound flying, I be going up, up in the sky. It's not collective. It's not like a woman will pull your hand. You have your decision to make. Whether you choose heaven or hell is in your hands. Even the Bible says that I have put before you. Eh? God has put before us bad and evil, and eh? good and bad, good and evil. Pick one, choose one. It's not forcing you that choose good. If you like, choose good if you like choose bad but the thing is that he has told you he has given evidences that good is better obviously good is better than bad that's what eve did not know at the point where she ate the fruit, if she had known that she would have preserved generations and herself from damnation she would have not taken the fruit because at that point evil looked enticing so eve took it now can we break off from the shackles of Eve and actually come to God, see good and pick it up and take it and run with it and keep running the race to eternity. Now it is basic, it is not hard. If you have made up your mind to accept Christ into your life, just say this prayer after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity that you have given me. I ask that you forgive me. You cleanse me of all my sins. You wash me clean. I submit myself before your throne. I ask that you use me. You give me your Holy Spirit to run the race of life. I ask that you sanctify me. You help me to live a life that is pleasing unto you. Oh God, I come today and beg. For, I come to beg for grace save me, cleanse me with your blood at Calvary, make me one of yours, crucify my flesh, nail this flesh to the cross, and make me yours, thank you, because you've answered my prayers, in Jesus' name we pray, amen, I pray that God helps you in this journey of life, now, I know I said something in the prayer, I said crucify my flesh, now, amen, Eh, with this flesh cannot make heaven. I'm not saying the literal flesh. But what flesh means eh, for me, what, what flesh means in this context is sin. It's the flesh that sins. It's the flesh that, if you pinch your flesh, you know that it's the one that feels that. Can you pinch your spirit to no. know? So it's the flesh that sees things that the spirit doesn't even want to see. The flesh that sins, and so when you nail this flesh to the cross, there's this part of the Bible in Yoruba that says that okay, do not let me quote that part of the Bible, but I'm just letting you understand that you need to let go of the flesh. In fact, when you see parts of the Bible that we call sin, they'll say the work of the flesh. So we understand now using that the work of the flesh. So let go of this flesh, of this sinful flesh, this sinful body, and hold on to the Spirit of God. Move and walk in the Spirit. For those that walk in the Spirit will be called the sons of God. God is waiting for you today. If you have been in a situation with Christ, you say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, but you know deep down that you are not a Christian. You don't have the criterias of why Christians were called Christians in Antioch. You are not Christ-like. Why not come to him today? Rededicate yourself before you because he is willing to take you through the journey of life. Now, I just want to tell you, welcome, welcome, welcome to the association of those in a relationship with Christ. And when you go out, say boldly, I'm in love with Christ. Christ is my boyfriend. I say that everywhere and I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Now to round it up, I say thank you, 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 thank you you so much. This episode has been really enjoying for me because I'm not so uptight. I'm just talking and, you know, if you notice, I've just been talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in, for listening to me to the end. If you listen to the end, you are amazing. I would love for you to share, share, share. Share, share and share over again. In fact, share to a friend and tell the friend to share to another friend. and let that friend share to another friend. Share, share and share. I would appreciate if you follow the official page to always get information and all. I thank you for tuning in. That is a motivation to me in person, to me personally. It is a motivation. I say thank you so much. Now to round off. We are going to sing again, and we're singing Lawrence Oyer's song. I actually really do love Lawrence Oyo. and was singing his song. I'm in love, I'm in love, oh, do you know it? You can sing it with me if you know it. I'm in love, I'm in love, oh, with Jesus, I'm in love. I'm in love with my daddy, with Jesus, I'm in love, oh. oh. Mm-mm, if only I, <laughs> I had Jesus. If only I had Jesus. Please, if I didn't get any part, I'm not Igbo and I don't really know the wordings. So if you know it, or if you have it on your phone, you can just keep playing it because we are in love with Jesus. This is our profession. This is what we are professing from now in sport. Goodbye. I remain the preacher. Goodbye. Oh, not goodbye, till we see again, till we hear this voice again. Thank you.